pussy. I'm home. Biggie. Uh huh. At podcast kind of banging. It's your man at Bear with me at B E A R W I T M E. I got my man Chain with me again. That's at Charlie Chain at C H A R L I E C H A M B. If you want to get with the podcast, that's at P O D C A S T K I N D A B N G on Twitter. So you know, it's March knife, um, big day in history. Well, hip hop history. Uh, we gotta do it one time for my man Biggie, Notorious B I G. You know, R I P. Uh, so we gonna show some love, you know. Um, right, try to shed some some light on a, a horrible situation, but just you know, reflect, you know, yeah, speak very, on it. Very tough situation. So, do you remember where you were on March 9th, nineteen ninety seven? The exact like time place now, nah, because my memory is trash. Mm-hmm. But I do remember the feeling like that was like a huge star celebrity, because you know we had the Easy E thing, but I was too young for the Easy E passing. But when the biggie, when that that kind of hit closer to home on some, I was really listening to his music. Like I saw him on TV, saw his music videos. Like he was a part of my childhood slash you know teenage. Like growing up, like I I felt like I knew big. So for that to hit, it was like oh my gosh, that's like, a fact. And you mentioned childhood, so I definitely remember uh, that channel, the box. Mm. Uh, you know, I don't. That's that might be showing my age, but I remember the box. I remember uh, Juicy. I remember Big Papa, and I remember uh, Warning always being on the box. Like I don't know if Puff was calling and, and paying out of pocket for that joint to be on or what, but them videos was always on. And if my memory serves me correctly, one of them joints was to be continued, and it never got that that continuation video. Twenty years later. 20 plus years later, I know we can't ask for that, but that's a major thing that used to go on hip hop that I'm not, you know, too happy about. But just to keep it on Biggie, that's what I remember. My my first memories are of those three videos, how much Shiny was getting in, and the boy was nice. Nice. Like, nice. I know uh, the intro to Hypnotize, like, that still gets, no matter where you're at, when you hear it, like, everybody's going to react with the, oh, oh. So, like, that, to have that energy then, and it still carry on. 20 some odd years later is crazy and in the video they was driving backwards in the joint had the Versace like they was killing it living like they was definitely that upper echelon of hip hop at that point they I mean they always bring up the shiny suits but they just brought that that high fashion in general like bad boy was really on one with that right they had it like that wave was locked and it wasn't a corny thing like it didn't look forced it was just it was effortless like they it didn't look like they was trying Biggie was just a big suave cool looking dude yeah like, like the personality like all that ooze and then the fact that he was so grimy that didn't do anything but help because like at that age you like especially like the line when he was like uh checking the tag and me like all that that's like, like homie homie had a foot in in each side like he had a foot in that grimy gutter like if you want to go there we could take it there but if you want to go to the ladies and, and how i'm bagging them and really getting that i could take you there too so it really was no wrong situation to listen to biggie like yeah. He had it like give you, you hear me, give you the confidence because he was like, oh, I'm fat, black, and ugly. However, I stay cool. So I was like, Pulled all right, down if, to the socks, if bro. I ain't on my, yeah, you know I mean, my my physical features, I at least got to keep my fresh to a decent level, and then you get whatever, like you can get whatever you want. Like sky's the limit. Like Biggie really was really talking that talk at so that time. What's your favorite Biggie song? <sighs> my favorite Biggie song, I would say is story to tell okay i love that but i like the dj green lantern joint where he mixed the um 
what happened to that boy mm-hmm. instrumental with like the biggie verse and i want to say it was a shine snippet in there like that okay. crazy to me but that was like when mixtapes was mixtapes and yeah, dj's yeah. was really like busting real ass DJs. on the yeah like they like was really Green getting Lantern busy was, yeah. definitely gotta give him shine on that because that was fire yours uh for me i think it's either Oh, and it's going to kill me. I want to say kicking the door just because that's what kicked off the uh, the episode. <laughs> that song's definitely fire. Um, but it might be What's Beef. What's Beef? What's Beef is fire. Um, but it's really, and I hate that I don't know the name of the song off the top. Uh, somebody's Got to Die? It might be Somebody's Got to Die. There are so many songs. That's that's the issue. It's Somebody's Got to Die. It's Long Kiss Goodnight. It's... Uh, uh, it's, it's going said, back what's to your Cali. favorite and then name 15 it's, favorites it's, it's um it's the what with with him and method off of the off the first album all right all right so it's, it's too difficult so you don't have a favorite i, I don't think all I this do. boils down so to. the easier question may be what is your favorite album are you a life after death guy or a ready to die guy um the end of one the beginning of the other okay and i feel like no matter what you said I was going to be like, nah, you need to like this one. Like, this one is the one that's fire because they just both so fire. Like, and I sound like such a fanboy, <laughs> but homie was tough. Like, yeah, like, the tale, like, because you see the progression of his his style. Like, he was getting better. Not that, you know, Ready to Die wasn't on point, but Born Again, you start seeing the the flash of it. Yeah, so Ready to Die was so crazy. Life After Death, of course, was crazy. And then that the joint that came out after, well, Life After Death technically came out after he died, but he actually was alive to record the whole joint. And then, of course, Born Again, which was, you know, some verses that we hadn't heard with some new artists or newer artists, including some artists that were, you know, actually in his time period. That joint was fire. Uh, Dead Wrong with Eminem. First time I heard that, crazy. Like, that joint sounded like they were, may have actually been together or... Uh, had planned on putting that song out at some point, which of course wasn't the case, but that was just pieced together masterfully. So both of them really went in on that joint. But if I got to choose an album, I'm going to go with Life After Death just because that has the most songs. And like Biggie just went in on every song on that show. He's <laughs> like, I'm not going to... you nothing but mad content. It's just nothing but content. So like with that, how do you think... You want some just hypothetical because you know we can talk about these things, but there's right. no way to actually bring it in the light. The test of time, like, do you think Big would have kept getting better and better and better? And how do you think that would have affected other rappers coming up? Like, this the Biggie joint, so I don't really want to bring nobody else up, but I'm gonna mention it. Just looking at what Jay Z has done at this point, I can only assume that Big would have been able to, you know progress and, and also stay relevant the same way that jay-z has and that's kind of where like i asked the question because i had a built-in answer because yeah i think he he still is as great and i think jay i think they just run off and equally take over now i don't know how you know title and all that stuff plays out in the long run right but now the crazy thing is they was actually supposed to put a group together like the commission the commission yeah yeah oh um, him sees charlie baltimore brooklyn's finest was crazy Brooklyn's finest and then on uh 
Life at the Death. I love the dough. Mm-hmm. That joint's great. Like that's a summer so, yeah. song to me. Like I can't rock out the summer without hearing that at the top of it. That's up there with another song that I'm not gonna mention at this point because it's not Biggie. But that yeah. joint is is, is their up chem- there. And that chemistry was like real. And even now, like not to bring well to bring Jay up again, but even on uh Marcy Me on his latest mm-hmm. on four four four, he kicks it off. You know, spitting another big verse. So like. That just goes to show, as much as I like, and I personally love Marcy Me, for that to kick off with a snippet of Big just shows like he he's definitely gonna stand the test of time. And now I don't know about a few others, and like we're not gonna get into them, but I think he makes a power run, and I'm pretty sure he's still relevant at this day and age on some. You know what I mean, I'm kicking back, but I'm still dropping verses here and there because I think so, he really just enjoyed rapping. I agree. Like I definitely think he'd still be relevant. And with that said, what's crazy is if you listen to music now and like you just check out the landscape, you really don't see his influence, though. And I guess that's just a sign of where music is gone at this point, where it's not, you know, about the lyrics and it's not um, really trying to give you that content the same way it was during his era. So that's not a knock on him. You know what? Oddly enough, I think I think Pac has more of a West Coasty feel and like the West Coast artists kind of really shout that out and they big him up and they're consistently, whereas on the East, you don't really hear a lot of it ex- unless it's coming from like the older artists, Jay or Fab. Yeah. But I think on that wave, I would say Dave East kind of brings that same gutter feel, but then he can talk that lavish talk. So I think that's kind of why I gravitate towards Dave East on a musical standpoint so much. Okay. And I can see that the joint is definitely somebody's gotta die and also the other joint i really bang with is uh my downfall because my downfall was really just talking about like y'all hating like y'all really hate me because i'm really doing this and y'all just mad y'all ain't me and he was just talking that talk and then puff of course gave you his diddy talk and he was just going in going crazy um so yeah so life after death definitely the favorite album for me uh from big big of course is is he is where do you rank him like or is nah he, when I do the whole top five thing yeah. I don't just because I think I hold him to such a high standard like it's mm-hmm. like you can't he's definitely taking a top five slot but for him to not have that much workout it's kind of unfair to compare him because it's like I know his stuff would have been better than a lot of the people that I would put in my top five mm-hmm. so you just go in a separate bracket like there's no point in even top five in you anymore because. And that's what makes it so crazy. You mentioned it, the fact that he didn't really have, I guess, that many tracks or that many albums. He only had two official albums. One that came out, of course, when he was living it. That's what really got him popping. And the second one that was supposed to come out, and he unfortunately died like right before it. The album came out maybe like two weeks after he died because that was already in the pipeline, already about to pop. So when you look at it that way, the fact that we're still even talking about him 20 years later is crazy. Yeah, and that just that's further proof that the relevance yeah, would have still been that, there. That's regardless. a testament to to the work that he put in, even in that short, that small body of work, and just the quality of what it was like. And I don't think his memory is ever gonna die in that sense because there's too many people, um, OGs essentially, that are from that era that were on that tree, kinda if you want to call it that, right. that are not gonna let you just forget about Biggie whatsoever. Right. Like, and that, and that part I like. I would, it would be cool to see a younger artist, like I said, that's coming up that keeps that feel, but it is what it is. Music's going to change, and if the artist isn't around to, you know, still 
pump out his work or pump out his presence, it's going to be kind of tough. And as the other artists get older and they, you know, they're growing, they're doing their thing. It is what it is. But Big's footprint, his footprint, his stamp is always going to be, you know, that New York sound, that feel good. Hypnotize is always going to bump. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be 70 years old. And if Hypnotize comes on, I mean, Lord willing, I'm going to still get that same feeling I got from the first time I heard it. So, you know, pretty much. I think with everything that we said in this episode, uh, well, everything that we said in this particular podcast, so to speak, I think it's safe to say we'll always love Big Papa. Yeah. Like, always. <laughs> like, I think that's a constant. Like, because right. homie really just, you know, he, he just talked to us essentially. And, and we we really vibe with that. So, you know, that's what it is. Um, just another one, you know, just some more content for you. Put mm-hmm. that in perspective. Uh, once again, March 9th, we'll never forget what happened on that day. Um, and we just going to continue to bump the music, whether it's March 9th or not, because cause we love Big. Like, Big, yeah. But yeah, today, big. bump Hypnotize if you don't do nothing else. Yeah. All right. So we'll leave on that note. Bump Hypnotize.